We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. The Struce is loose! The Struce is loose! The most exciting summer league game I have ever seen in my life. They need to institute this rule in in regular the regular NBA regular season. Don't do that in the playoffs. Like, that's fucking terrible. But... Like, that was the coolest fucking ending to a game I've ever seen. Max Drews has balls the size of fucking Montana. Like, that motherfucker just stepped into a three, no fucking conscious. Like, honestly, that dude thinks he's the best player in the NBA. Irrational confidence, dude. I love him. He's the new Mario Chalmers. Start him over Duncan Robbins. Okay, wait. I'm going too far. All right. (laughs) Summer League overreactions incoming. Uh, But that's what we're here to do. Hangover time is back, guys. We've been gone for a minute. We missed you. Some of you might have missed us. Um, people on Reddit obviously didn't because they <laughs> fucking hate us, apparently. They really hate Moose. And Moose is here, so bring me out, Brass. Yes, sir. You already <laughs> know what time it is, Reddit. I got to hit him one time with a drip drop. The Moose is loose. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I am drinking heavily at 7 o'clock on a fucking Wednesday watching a summer league game. The Heat are back. This is fun. God damn it. Listen, guys, before we even go into what are you drinking, I just want, first of all, your takes. I start with Jack because Moose already went. Jack, your take (laughs) on summer league double overtime, sudden death. I just made so much money. I put everything I had <laughs> on the Heat winning this game. I was ripping my hair out throughout. So good for them and good for me. Uh, brass, double OT Summer League. Like We were all watching like, because we, we jumped on because it's like, okay, uh, you know, the game's almost over. Let's jump on. So we all watched this shit together. We're all on different delays. We were getting super fucking pumped. For a summer league game, like, what do you think of this double OT sudden death shit? Well, I mean, this the 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 double OT shit was amazing, but like the game was not that great. It no. was like it was like <laughs> fuck. I'm like, of course, the Heat are garbage on the summer league game that like we cover, but like, 
Hey man, that was the coolest ending. That was I, I'm just gonna say it. That was the greatest summer league game of all time. All time, the greatest Ever. summer league shot of all time. Move easily. In, is, well, it, is there a better summer league ending than this one? I, which never. it's a dumb question, but it's, it's, it's an not. Awesome it's question. not even possible. So like, just to kind of you know peel back the curtains for everyone, we were watching this all together, waiting for the game to end, and none of us wanted overtime. <laughs> we no. were like, we don't. This is fucking summer league. We don't want this shit. But then overtime started and we knew about the possibility of this sudden death thing, which sounded amazing and totally lived up to the hype. I (laughs) want it for the NBA regular season. I want it every single night. Institute it right now, Adam Silver. I don't know who came up with this, but it was fucking amazing. Like if every summer league game has that shit, I'm, I'm watching all of them. If Adam Silver came up with that, I might be willing to forgive him for last season. Like, I mean, that was that cool. No, I wouldn't. Fuck him. Fuck him for that. The fucking uh, tampering investigation, which maybe we'll get into. Who knows? Um, I've had like 15 extra minutes of drinking, so who knows where the show's going to go. It's already gone fucking off the rails. Sudden death overtime is here to stay. It's the greatest fucking thing ever that's been invented in basketball. But let's find out what everybody's drinking. Okay, you fucking degenerates. What <laughs> What are you drinking? Hangover time is back after a hiatus. Moose, what are you drinking? I think I already saw it. Got that monkey booty. Oh, actually, no monkey booty today because oh. it's summer league. It's summer league, so I wasn't really prepared something for today. Light. Oh, you watched well, something light I, for the summer. I also had no idea that the game started that early, but <laughs> I still had some hairy blues here. Uh, and so don't judge me, but I'm actually trying it out with a little bit of Coca-Cola because that's really all I had in the fridge. Gin and Coke? So, okay. so gin and Coke is what I'm, I'm, I'm judging you. That's gross. Oh. All right. Well, you know, it's something. Right. Um, right. <laughs> Brass, what do you got? Well, Summer League, I'm back. I went on vacation. Uh, so I did a good amount of drinking when I was on vacation. And uh, so I got here, I got a, uh, a White Claw Black chair. Just oh. fucking kidding! I don't drink what? that okay. shit. I made a, God, I made a fucking yeah. my time, motherfuckers. Let's oh, go. I was about to say, bro, you are off brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so gonna get ready to trash you and be like, "Yo, what I'm drinking is fine." Otherwise, that shit. Off season brass is the worst brass. Holy <laughs> no, shit! Man. No, I like it. I All like right, it. good. Woo, you redeemed yourself. Love it, Jack. What are you drinking? Are you drinking? I got a water. Oh, God. I mean, it's, I'll crack it's like, a beer at some point. In this. Isn't it like regular it's time? So it's like early. five o'clock. <laughs> it's Where five o'clock here. I'm in Denver. Oh, well, there um, you go. It's perfect. And it's two hour. hours earlier. So Dude, you, have, you have a window unit? Oh, this is why everyone's telling me I need a guitar on my wall. Like, is this a white <laughs> thing? Like, oh, I didn't even... <laughs> oh my god! You got the trifecta. <laughs> this oh. is the was that, was that a comment? I didn't see that. It's I went down and bought yes. one because Moose had one. <laughs> it's the one thing that's ever happened on Hangover Time, where there's three guitars hanging on the yeah, wall. Yeah, we're all going to do a song at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and play Hacky Sack on a grassy hill. Oh. Let's do it. Play a little Dave Matthews band. Let's do it. Uh, with a girl named Allie. Only Jack gets that joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm over here drinking vodka and Celsius energy drink because like, I was like, falling asleep during this game and i needed something to get me going but anyway so um what we want to do okay the game was fucking fun that overtime was the shit uh max Drews got swag for days 
Um, Duncan Robinson could never. Like, I love Duncan. Duncan ain't doing that <laughs> Not shit. Not the same swag. Not the same swag. I, I uh, want to get into a little bit of the, the Struess-Duncan comparisons, which I'm like, what are y'all fucking talking about? Those, they play two completely different games. Like, Struess is about putting pressure on the rim. Not just shooting. He likes to he likes to get in the paint and score. Yes, this is true. But they both definitely have guitars on their walls. Yeah, that's, that's cool. true. Cool. Undeniable. There's, there's, yeah, no question. Um, <laughs> so what I really wanted to do because we we've had fun for the first ten minutes about with the outcome of the game. Uh, really, all we care about is like five guys on this roster and how they look. So I kind of wanted to just go step by step through each, diff, you know, through each guy and kind of get everyone's takes on their performances tonight. And I was going to start with Omer Yurt Seven, who did have a really good game after a shitty quarter and a half. Like through the first quarter and the second quarter, like I hadn't seen a lot of this guy. I've watched some summer league. I haven't watched whole games. I was like, this guy is kind of trash. I got trash, but I was like, he's not living up to the hype. After that, I mean, the blocks, the rebounds, the scoring, he did a little bit of everything. Some of the stuff that he's doing in Summer League is not going to translate into the regular NBA. Mm-hmm. Like, he ain't posting up nobody. You know what I mean? The league, like, he has a little bit of footwork. But what I – I want to actually start with Struess because um, there's one guy out there who looked like an NBA player from start to finish. Like, my man does – when I watch Summer League, Moose – I always want to find the guy who doesn't look like they should be playing summer league, right? Like, what is this? What, what is this dude doing out here? Last year, you saw Kendrick Nunn and Duncan Robinson were the two best looking Heat players. Not last year, the year before. No, the, right, right. Yeah, and, you know and, and it was uh, Tyler, Tyler Hero as well, by the way. And Tyler Hero looked like a rookie, but he looked like he had promise. Um, but you you were watching Kendrick Nunn and Duncan Robinson. You said these guys don't belong in summer league. These guys are NBA talents. Struess is your guy too. Like you want to see someone that is going to dominate his minutes and look like they don't belong there. Because if you don't belong there, that means that you're going to have a chance in the actually, you know, cracking the rotation. And we know that when he's making his shots, he's going to be a player for us. And to kind of back it up just a little bit in the difference between him and Duncan, Yes, he is way more aggressive, both offensively and defensively, which is what you want to see. Now, it will get him in trouble in terms of, like, fouls and stuff, but that swag at the end for that shot, I mean, that's all I'm going to be thinking about. Um, I just think that he is playing at a different level this season, at least in summer league, and that's exactly what we need if he's going to be on this roster. Uh, Apparently, people are saying the stream is bugging the fuck out. Uh People in the chat are just telling telling you to refresh, and you'll get the stream back because we dropped down. Yeah, everybody, just refresh, uh, refresh the the stream, and you'll be back. All right. So, but a lot of people saying we back. Oh, so we'll move forward. But yeah, I um I agree with you. the 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 difference between those two players is, is they're not the same guy. It's just like it's a white guy thing. That's what people are doing. Uh, Jack, your thoughts on Struess tonight? I mean, he's incredible. Um, I think he's definitely one of the – I'd put Yurtsevin in the category of players for the Heat that don't look like they belong in Summer League. But Struess yeah. definitely showed, like, a next-level dominance. Like, there's no concern about him holding his own. And Summer League really doesn't matter um, in any way, but the only places it does matter is kind of – if you're exceptionally bad or exceptionally good, like – you have to look like you don't belong. Like if you look like you don't belong and you're like 
so bad that you look like you can't hold your own in a summer league game, then doesn't bode well for you in the future. If you're so good, that means you have a shot at the NBA. Anything in between doesn't really mean anything, like anything more micro than that. But Struess has looked like he's better than everybody else on the floor. So I don't know. It bodes well. Mm-hmm. It, it really does. <clears throat> and for Yurt 7, Yurt 7, Yurt 7, whatever, uh, it, I will get to Yurt in a little bit. But um, Brass, I mean, you got anything on Struess? Um, I mean, we know that he can do it in, in, in big moments. You know, I mean, he, he's he's played actual NBA minutes. So and we if you recall, uh, was it the preseason last year? The first game we were ragging on him and he came out. Uh, but now in, in, our, so in, in our defense, we did pronounce we the name. Did the same. We said Struss. Yes. Right. And as soon as he as soon as we called him by the right name, Struess, then he was balling out. I mean, he is he's he's a solid player. He's going to be a big money guy. I like I, I I have no doubts coming up. He's he's got a big future in the NBA, so we're gonna hold on to him for a while. I think until he's shot until until he gets a max in Boston. Yeah, he's gonna. Exactly. Go. Well, no, yeah, exactly. well, until until his value drops, and then we'll get rid of him. I'm, I'm sorry, that was <laughs> yeah. a that was a hot take, Harry impression right there. Can I um, can I push back on something really quick though? Just yeah, on ahead. what on what Jack said, I do disagree though in the sense that summer league is important. I, I do think that. All of it's these rookies need these reps. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, in terms of that. judging play, okay, okay, like okay, the okay, only okay, thing right, that, right. like, in in terms of future projections, the only thing that's worth projecting is whether somebody looks so bad that they can't hold their own, or like so good that they 100%. don't need to be on the floor. The reps the are rep- sooner important for experience and like getting that coaching experience, especially for guys on the margins like like Garrett, which I'm sure we'll get into. Garrett, and um, I was going to say, I think it's hampered KZ's development. Well, yep, that's, not, this is the first time. Real quick, I wanted uh, Alonzo informs uh, a friend of the show, good dude, says the biggest question with Shrews is consistency, but if you can do it once in a while, dot, dot, dot. And I kind of agree. The thing with Shrews is he's that, like, micro, he could be there, the Heat's microwave guy off the bench, where I, I don't know if you guys remember, Keon Dooling a few years back. One of my all-time favorite bench bro, players. He used to come in and knock. He'll give you 15 points in about 12 minutes. And then the defense catches up with them, and you got to bench them. But you're down six or you're down seven, and the bench guys come in and bring you back within one. You know, something like he's just that guy who can go out there, boom, 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 score for you. And honestly, Struess is a better defender than Keon was. Yes. Um, which is, I mean, I don't think Struess is a great body. defender, but he's wide-bodied. He gets in front of people. He stays in front of people. He fights through screens. I'm not going to over, you know, I'm not overdoing it with Struess. I think uh, I really think he's he is what he is, but they're they're he, the Heat need a guy like that that can come in and get hot and yep. just give you like eight quick points, right? Mm-hmm. And then okay, now you can bring back in your guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brass mentioned the fact that we expect it from Struess because he's played NBA minutes. Okay, there's another guy, and we're going from high to low right now. There's another guy who's gotten a bunch of NBA minutes. And he looks like the worst player. I mean, the worst rotation player on a summer league team, no, which is hard player. to do. Casey I'll say it. Yeah, worst player. Casey yeah. looks – and defensively, he looks okay. Um, he gets lost a lot. But offensively, it is a shit show. And I'm not trying to bag on a young dude. Um, 
I said this on the the green room earlier. A lot of the expectations when it comes to when it comes to KZ, I put a lot of that on the Heat's fault on the Heat's lap, right? You know, calling him, you know, leaking that he would be in Giannis in practice. In uh, oh, what's her Daisy? Whatever your dog's name is, hey. Melody. She Melody. she agrees though. She agrees. Yeah, but it, the Heat have done a, the Heat traded three draft picks. Second round picks for KZ. The Heat are the ones who told you that he was on their first round draft board. So a lot of those expectations that KZ comes from the Miami Heat themselves. So I, I don't want to go crazy on a young guy, but mm-hmm. Moose, he does not look like an NBA player in his third going into his third season. That's a bad sign. So you just said the exact point I wanted to make. I don't, and I may be wrong here. So chat, call me out. But is this the only third year NBA player in the summer league? Because he looks like he doesn't belong there. And I think that Michael is Beasley's so in the summer. Yeah, Michael Beasley. <laughs> Michael Beasley and Reed are. Okay, but those are, those are, those are, but my but point that, being. That, that tells you something. My point being, and, and Jack said it earlier, you look for the people that look like they don't belong in a positive way and negative way. KZ's been trending down for a while now. And it's, I, I do agree with you, Alf, that I put some of it on the heat, especially you know, like with the inconsistency in early minutes and roles and all that. But at the same time, dude, this is what we need you out there to do is just play, play ball, give us energy, do the little things. And it's just, his head is not grasping the fundamentals. Yeah. KZ is disappointing for sure, but I think he's extra disappointing for people that are in the heat Twitter bubble because yeah. we were all about the free the KZ. KZ season. We're all talking about he's like, you know, Giannis Jr. And, I mean, the, the shit Listen, that was being thrown. And a that, lot of it was joking. Is the, that is, some of it was joking, and some people were serious. And that's the fans' fault for not being discerning yeah. enough. Like, I, my, my, my whole take on him, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back because I'm wrong on a lot of things, was like he his like cap was like a decent replacement for Derrick Jones Jr. Mm-hmm. He is not even anywhere close not, to that shit. Absolutely. Jack. Nowhere near it. If you could yeah. put DJJ on the other team's best point guard as a small forward, and he would shut down a guy like Trey Young, and he could give you a three every once in a while, and he could finish a fast break. Like, KZ literally had a spin move, got into the lane, and had no fucking idea where he was. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, with KZ, I mean, you said it where he hasn't really done much over the past three years. Like, it's his third year, and he's still not an NBA player. But more than that, it's going to be his third year, and I don't think he's shown almost any, like, real flashes that he can be one. Like, he has the obvious physical tools, which will make him look incredible on defense at times. But it's purely on ball, and sometimes maybe he kind of wanders into a passing lane. But he has no idea where he is. I don't want to. So I don't want to bag on him because it's fine. He's a second round pick. He seems Three like second a good round guy. Picks. It, there's no reason to be mad at him. He's not a bust. You shouldn't have had high expectations for him to begin with. It's just kind of one of those things. But yeah, I don't think he's really flashed much. He's shown, I think, very little to zero growth. Um, the shooting's not really there on offense, and that's really where he'd provide his value. It seems like he may have been able to do that at Stanford. He definitely flashed to that. And then he has the like very enticing physical gifts. But I think back to James Ennis, when we got James Ennis and I was excited about James Ennis. I was very excited about James. And I think, think, but he, he gave you good reason to be excited and he's a good role player now. Like James Ennis is a good NBA player, Mm -hmm. but then people started like watching his like, his workouts, like on YouTube, you could see him just shooting in an empty gym. And they were like, oh, he kind of looks like KD. And it was the most insane shit ever. And it was like, yeah, you can hop on the train to an extent. But when you start comparing KZ, who's shown very little in the NBA, to guys like Giannis, <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's like when people ridiculous. called Precious Mini Bam. And it's like, I like Precious. I think he can be a good player. I hope he has a good season for the Raptors. But... You just got to understand that just because people – and it's the Struess-Duncan thing too. It's like just because they have like one quality in common doesn't mean they're the same player, especially mm. if like one of them knows how to play basketball and the other doesn't seem to know what the sport is. I think the funny thing is when you go back and you look at KZ's uh, highlight reels from Stanford, a lot of times what he was doing, he was pump faking at the three-point line and taking somebody off the dribble and getting in the paint, paint and scoring nobody's respecting the pump fake in the NBA. They're too fucking smart. Like, nobody's worried about KZ shooting a three, and he cannot get separation. Like, people talk about Tyler can't beat anybody off the dribble. KZ can't. And when he does beat somebody off the dribble, he has no fucking idea where he's at a lot of the times. Like, he like he gets, gets open, and, like, I used to, like, I used to coach kids, and they would do all this shit, and they would do all these fucking moves, and they get the shoulder past the defender, and then they pull it back. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You're trying to complete a move. You're not trying to score. And I feel like KZ has some of that shit where he he has a little bit of footwork, gets to a scoring position, dunker spot, whatever the fuck you want to call it, but he has no idea where he's at at that point. So it's I think, I think Jack, you're right. There is some James Ennis there. And I think over time he can develop into a good NBA player. But the Heat right now are sitting on a bunch of dead roster spots. Yeah. 
one of their own choosing, two of their own choosing, Oladipo, and now KZ. That's four spots, right? So now there's the next three guys we're going to talk about can take up some of those roles. Well, right? one, one, one thing, one more Go thing ahead, on KZ. Ahead. Another thing that I don't think is really talked about enough is how much of a drag it was for as shitty as the last season was in, in all regards. But it's missing, not for the Heat, not participating, the Sky Force not participating in the G League last year is a real shame for a guy like KZ. Yes, yes. Because because yeah. that the, the Sky Force and does... Last year. And Precious. Yes. Big time. Yeah. Because they would... I mean, I don't... Well, I mean, they needed bodies last year. <laughs> yeah. Well, they need so bodies not really, they would, It would have been a little dicey. But but it, in, in terms of developing players, the Sky Force does a remarkable job of developing people in this system and it's a it's a real shame that that he uh that that they didn't, didn't get those, that they didn't get those reps they didn't get those yeah. reps and the thing is you could say they practice against the you know the main squad all the time it's not the same as gameplay mm. like we've seen so many guys go to sky force so just you know ball out in the g league and transfer some of that you know like none came out of uh college played in the G League a little bit, and he developed his game. It's a different game. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I think you're right. The Sky Force not playing last season really hurt him. But this season, like I like what I was talking about, they don't have the roster spots to wait on a guy. But I don't know if they have any choice at this point. So let's go to some guys that can help them with some of these, uh, the end of the roster stuff. Uh, let's go to your seven. Um, like I said, for the first quarter and a half, I mean, it looks it's, like Enrique Iglesias. Yeah, I mean, a, a very good-looking dude. I mean, the, the hair, hair is, is incredible. The hair is in place, and he's been playing an NBA game at this point. For That's me. after 48 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's, he's even that, got that, like, a little Superman, like, the little kind of, like, yeah. you know. That guy yeah. is going to destroy in Miami. If you know, like, it's the perfect, perfect <laughs> yeah. location for him. I mean, oh, it, it, the, the, the 77, that's, like, his body count after a weekend. Like Miami. <laughs> Catching COVID is the least of his worries. Um, but uh, you're seven tonight, 23 points. He didn't do anything for the first quarter and a half. So that's like literally like, you know, second half and going forward. And the defense concerns me a little bit. Sometimes he seems flat-footed and slow. I don't know if he's going to be able to do these things in the paint moves that he's doing against these guys in G League. But at the end of the day, he's doing it. You know, you got Tillman on the other side who's been in the league for 13 years, you know, and he's he's bodying up Tillman. Tillman was pushing him off the spot at first. He adjusted. Miami's been a slobber over this man. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's true, though. But Tillman was pushing him off the spot a lot at first. He adjusted. He The blocks were very encouraging to me, like a rim protection. Um, he's not just out there to score and look pretty. Like, he's doing, you know, he's doing some of the dirty work. What did you think of uh, Omer's performance? Tonight so far. Well, first of all, he's been dominating summer league, and we've been it's been a recurring theme throughout the night. Guys that look like they don't belong there. This is one of the positives. Omer looks like he doesn't belong in summer league. He's playing above that level. Um, there was a sequence that he had tonight that I thought was amazing where he had <laughs> Herb Seven by Fez Butter. I might steal that. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was a sequence where he had a block and then he ran down and transitioned and hit a three. That right there, if he can give us a couple minutes like that off the bench throughout yep. the entire season, that's all we need. 
Um, do I think he's going to have the same post game uh, in the regular season? No, he's still a work in progress. And what he's showing us right now before the season even starts is very, very promising. I'm, I'm really excited to see what we have in this kid. Jack, even if he can't get to the post game, because very few, very few guys can get to the post game in the NBA now. Like it's like Embiid and Jokic and nobody else, right? Uh, because of the way the game is played. But he does so, – there's other things he does. Like Jack, you – I'm not Jack. Sorry, Brass. Do you have his clutch shot at the end of the uh, the first overtime? Absolutely. So, 88 to 86. So, a turnover from Desmond Bain. Look, I mean, mm. the, the fact that he can run the floor at his size, get on, get to the other end, catch an alley-oop, like – Listen, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of fives in this league who just can't even do that, right? And he also had that clutch at, shot at the end of the first overtime, that little that little jumper in the lane that he can just yep. hit with his little eyes closed. Footer. The little hooks, the little floaters. There's a lot of things that he does in his game that can translate to the to the league. I mean, do you see that happening, Jack, or do you do you kind of see a, a flame out from a you know an unsigned guy, a drafted guy? Definitely not a flame out. I mean, I think. He's definitely shown the skills to produce in the NBA to some degree. Um, I think on locker room today, we're or green room or whatever it's called, uh, we were talking about his potential in the NBA. I kind of compared him to Justin Hamilton, but I do think he does a lot of things way better than Justin Hamilton ever Jorts? did. Jorts? No, is that Jorts? <laughs> I think yeah. so. There's a lot of like there are a lot of Jorts. There's a lot of thick <laughs> white guys like all. <laughs> yeah, Jorts. Um. But I think he's a better shooter. I think he has just a better pick and like he's just a better role man in general. Like you said, he has some touch around the basket. I don't know how much of it carries over to the NBA, but if he's hitting shots, that's all you need. Like I think you just need shot makers like to the end of the bench because as we've kind of alluded to, they have kind of a short rotation right now. They have like three players that are just kind of unplayable. Um, and, you know, if you have. Can he be like Myers Leonard? I'm curious if y'all think he can be Myers Leonard. Like a maybe not Myers Leonard at his peak, but like give you some of what he provides without the racial slurs. Yeah, I'm saying as long as, yeah, as, long as he's not it, Myers Leonard on Twitch. It. I mean, never mind. <laughs> what, what I would say is, is the what would the thing that Myers did? Like, let's go get away from the, all the shit that Myers did uh, off the court. But Myers on the court was like he was not always like defensive anchor physically. But just being vocal and just, but now Bam has taken on that role. Yeah. So like that's the, like that was one of the things I used to love about Myers. Like he would literally hold guy. He was a coach mm -hmm. on the court as far, as far as defense, and he would literally put guy. He would move guys into the right place. Like he would snatch none and move him. I don't know if you guys remember. I mean, like at the beginning it's of, why he was starting. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning of the 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 final season, he was moving guys into place all the time and telling guys where to go. But Bam is that guy now. So a guy like your seven can give you, he is a way more willing shooter on offense than Myers was. And honestly, he's a better rebounder than Myers is. Um, and he's a better rim protector than Myers. I don't know. Just, you know, uh, defensively de defensive IQ. Is he that guy? Well, but we'll see. But like I said, Bam does so much of that for them now. Yeah. I don't think you need that. Um, Brass, uh, before we get to, Okay, no, you want to – okay, let's finish. I mean, whatever the, you want. I don't care. That, because, you know, we're, we're at the 30-minute mark. I think people need to see the most important play of the game. 
So let's go to that one. Jack, where were you going? My camera <laughs> fell down. I was like trying to fix it in time. I feel like Jack was going. Uh, uh, I feel like Jack was like trying to leave, and we caught him. <laughs> I thought this was my chance if I got out before the queue ended. <laughs> like he was, he was going to join Locked On Heat, and we uh, we caught him leaving. All right, so the I think everyone knows what the guy of the game is. So this is sudden death overtime, the greatest thing that ever happened to basketball. Uh, I, I want this NFT. Give me this moment. The balls on this dude. Look. Oh, you going to play off? Bitch. Damn, that's awesome, man. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. That's like, incredible. Look at like, I mean, walked into that motherfucker. Like, just... He just didn't even think shit. about doing anything else. No. Yeah, he wasn't nope. even looking at the other no. Guys. no. There was no play call. There was nothing. First of all, if I was Memphis, I would have triple teamed him as soon as he got the ball. <laughs> like, right? That's if you true, watch yeah. the game, there's nobody else that was going to shoot that shot. One more Step time, Bryce. Look at this shit. Uh, what? I got you. I mean, so good. he didn't need a fucking three, man. No. <laughs> no, it, it, literally. It's some it's ballsy any, shit. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I mean, the balls on this motherfucker, man. Fucking love that, man. That's a heat lifer right there, man. My dog is over. Go back on the couch. <laughs> oh, what's your dog's name? Nyla. Oh, Nyla. Nyla and Melody. Cups of hangover time. Get a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, that was such a fucking awesome. <laughs> I can't believe this shit. Um, so a lot of people are asking us about Deaky. Um, I didn't even know what Jero's first name was, Deaky. I can't believe I had, like, I feel like I should have jokes for that. Um, so, the one of the things that frustrated me watching this game is that they could not, uh, they could not defend transition and they couldn't score in transition, right? And Jack made fun of me for tweeting that out. <laughs> Basically, he was accusing me of having money on the game. But it, it was frustrating to watch. Like, you're supposed to have these super uh, super defensive-minded guards that they brought in. They signed all these guards that are supposed to be defensive-minded first. And the fact that they can't get back in transition, I, it was, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, but when you talk about the fact that they have dead roster spots and we don't know who the backup point guard is going to be um, because, you know, you're talking about Gabe Vincent, Tyler Hero, the guard rotation is – it like – we used to have a bunch of guards and no bigs. Now we have Deadman, your seven, Marquise Morris, PJ Tucker, and of course Bam. And, th and then now we have at the guard position we have Kyle Lowry, and a, a lot of guys that probably shouldn't be handling the ball that much. So the first guy we're going to talk about is Deke Jero. Um, I think I think that's his first name, Deke Jero. I when I was watching him, what I did, what I liked about him is that. He gets to the rim and he can finish around the rim, which I mean, a lot of our guards have not been able to do that. And he's long. He's a good defender. He's not a great defender because Bain and a couple other guys, uh, Zaire Williams, were killing him. Um, but he he wasn't. I, I didn't. I didn't like the fact that he can get the ball to your seven a lot of times 
when your seven had a small on him and he's he's begging for the ball in the post he couldn't do a simple entry pass so there were some things i didn't like about him but the fact that he's kind of fearless mm-hmm. um he was when he was around the rim he did not miss um there were some things i liked from Jero offensively i wasn't super impressed defensively moose what was your take uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, OSTMS, OTSMS in the chat says, Deke in the pick and roll is money. Him and Yurt in that high pick and roll were yeah. fucking phenomenal, man. Like, that was, and that was like, okay, so he does have some on-ball skills offensively. But it, there were a lot of times entry passes, simple things I was not very happy with. Before we talk yeah. about yeah. Deke, before Alex talks about Deke, I hey. do have to read off some breaking news from... Um, one of our members of Hangover Time. So here's the message. So wait, I'm at dinner, but I see Illinois' finest had a game winner. And I'm drunk. Carry the fuck on. <laughs> Tiff. Very so, boring. Our own That's Tiffany good. makes reporting live from somewhere. From dinner. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Make sure you get that Tiff merch, by the way. Fuck them numbers. Fuck, fuck them numbers. Um, what were we talking about again? Oh, okay, yeah, he's a nice player. Like, look, he's cool. The only thing I really like about him is that I can go freaky dicky anytime, like he hits the rim and shit. You know? Oh, great! Uh, you have another catchphrase. Oh, fuck. Yeah, oh. another one. You know, I got, I gotta get out. ready for, I gotta get ready for the season. But with that being said, like, I, I truthfully, I'm just more of a Garrett guy. So, like, I'm not That's really what, even. We'll get I'm to not him really next. even. Yeah, well, I'll just to wait save for that. For last, I, I was, yeah, I'll I just was, wait for that. Like he, he's a nice player, but like I'm not really expecting to see him after summer league. You know, no shots at him though. Maybe he gets a Sioux Falls spot though. Like not necessarily yeah, a two way contract, but yeah. I don't see another team picking him up. He doesn't seem ready for an NBA roster, and he might just be a nice guy to have. You never know. Yeah, I hope that he doesn't play that great the rest of summer league so we can kind of hold them on in, our, our, in the in the g league for a while um I, like i like i said like i there was a lot of things i did like about him but he's you know he's a project it's gonna be it's gonna be a while before he's not the kind of guy that you know he's not even as, as far as gabe vincent in my opinion his shot is bad like really bad like i mean every three-pointer he, he shot today hit the front of the rim um but I do think there's some promise there. I think, like I said, he's going to get one of the two two way contracts, in my opinion. Like he, because especially with the guard rotation the way it is, yeah. I think he's going to get that. Um, now, one of my favorite guys to watch today, uh, because Bain was going up against Jerome and getting what he wanted, but when Bain went up against Garrett, shit wasn't so sweet. Um, and Garrett is another guy. I mean, defensively, we've all been impressed by Garrett all summer league. Um, I like the fact that, like, like just like Jarrell, around the rim, these guys don't miss. They use their length, and you know they rebound. They they attack the offensive rebound. They attack the boards on offense, and they get it back up, and they they score around the rim. Where, like I said, we've been missing that from our guards for a long time. Moose, you wanted to talk about Garrett when we were talking about Jarrell, so go ahead. What do you think I, about Garrett? I love this guy. I think this is our Patrick Beverly do over. We're getting a mulligan oh. on this one. I'm telling you, he's a defensive pest. Now, is he gonna amount to the same stuff that Patrick Beverly is? I, I, I just don't hope know he's not a, a scumbag criminal like Patrick Beverly. Right, right, right. right. But what, but what I'm getting at is that this guy is gonna earn his minutes on the defensive end, and I do think there's enough there offensively to keep him on the floor, and he's only gonna get better. His shot needs a little bit of work from three and all that, but as long as he's giving us what he's giving us on the defensive end, I want him out there. Somebody. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> um, Jack, do you see uh, a place for Garrett in the regular season rotation? Oof, probably not this year. I but I I want him to get a two way contract. Um, you never know; their guard rotation's pretty shallow. <laughs> I I do think. <laughs> Um, no, I, I think he'll just kind of bounce between Sioux Falls and the roster um, just throughout the year, and I think that's the best thing for him. I hope he can become kind of like a Briante Weber. I think his defense is better than Briante's was or looks better than Briante's was and is not quite as good as Briante was on offense from this point. Um, so, you know, if he can start hitting shots – then he has a future in this league and probably a long future in this league. Um, Cause the defense I think is undeniable. That's going to translate. He's a hound. Like he gets after it and he's been that way since college. The guy's insane. Like, is he the guy who bit the leg or is that Jero? I, I think that was Jero, but was Garrett Jero? was defensive player of the year. He didn't even need to bite legs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but Garrett's the guy who didn't he have the strip first play of the game. Yeah. Uh, the last yep. game. I yep. mean, I, I like he culture. He culture like he is a fit. Like he's he is such a culture fit. Go. I mean, Moose loves saying that. He. I mean, you know, you're doing I the Ryan it. Cortez I'm all about thing. the culture. I'm all about the culture. <laughs> but he. I mean, he is. He is a. He's a fit with what they like to do offensively. Like I. One thing I. I'm tired of is players that are one dimensional. Whether it be defend. Great defenders can't shoot. Great offensive players can't defend worth a damn, you know, can't get through a screen. But the Heat are going to need some specialists to just fill in the blanks this season until somebody like Victor Oladipo, uh, and hopefully Victor Oladipo comes back strong from this from this surgery because if he doesn't, like, the, the guard rotation is in trouble. So we're just talking about, and not to mention, we are in Miami. Don't forget. We are yeah. in the fucking COVID yeah. hot spot. I was going to say, uh, we need bodies again. Yes. Uh, again, and uh, which I, I guess I will touch on be, before we go. We will touch on the touchy subject of Udonis Haslam. I, I listen, care about you. Don't do it. I'm 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 over here. I'm I'm just put. You know, I think Moose and Jack probably have the strongest uh, <laughs> bipartisan opinions on the subject, but. Udonis Haslam re-signs for his 19th season with the Heat, a veteran minimum, $2.6 million. Underpaid. Moose. Before <laughs> Underpaid. Moose gets mad Give at me. Give him the max. Before Moose gets mad at me, KZ has played so bad that I don't mind Udonis having a roster spot because I think he's legitimately a more valuable on-the-court player than That's true. KZ Akpala. So I've reversed that's, my position on this. Win. Give him a roster spot. Just you know, maybe think about the other guys. So maybe uh, that's not as fun, but <laughs> I, I really yeah, wanted maybe to you're setting up a big debate. <laughs> Moose, Listen, go ahead with what your, we're seeing from case. Max Struess right now in the summer league. That's all from sitting next to UD. Okay. For an entire year, just soaking in the culture. He was leading the, 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 the chant whatever. That's right. Give me the ramp music because this is what it's all about right here. A guy that went undrafted and is here to earn his way in. You were talking about biting legs. Udonis Haslam bites 
people's heads off when he's going in practice, okay? This is a guy that he earns his money by developing the younger guys, instituting the culture, and showing them how shit gets done in Miami. You want to fuck around in the streets? That's okay. He'll protect you. But then you're going to make sure that you fuck around on the court, okay? Because that's how they do it in Miami. It's all about the culture, and it starts with UD, Mr. 40, Mr. 305, Mr. Heat Culture, and Mr. Cap. 41 years old. 41. Well, you know what? And I hope he plays the 51. I want him to die on that bench in the warm yelling at people from beyond the grave. You want to take me out. <laughs>